thank you so much for joining us today on episode number 232 of the Real Life Runners podcast. Today we're talking about running through the holidays. We know the holidays are almost right upon us, but we have seven tips to help you run through the holidays successfully, not feel guilty, and get something in, even if it's not exactly the way you want it to be. This is the Real Life Runners Podcast, and we're your hosts, Kevin and Angie Brown. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now let's get running. All right, so today we're talking about seven tips to help you run successfully through the holidays. Now, we know that your time is limited around the holidays, so we are going to do our best to keep this one shorter than normal. Try to keep it a little short and sweet so that we can give you these tips. We'll talk a little bit about each one to help you apply this to your life and figure out if this is something that is helpful for you um, to help you just kind of get through this time of year. I shouldn't say get through. That's probably not a very positive way of looking at this. No, enjoy this time of year. But this <laughs> enjoy, is, yes. This is great for running through the holidays, but it's great for running through any time where you really have like a lot of other things going on in your life also, yeah. which tends to be the holiday season, but could really hit at, at any time. Yeah, for sure. That's a very good point. Yes, we want to help you enjoy the holidays more and not feel guilty. I think that that's a really big point of this episode is trying to help you release some of the guilt, right? Because if we are not not following our training plan perfectly or we're not working out as much as we want to or we're eating more sugar than we normally eat there's a lot of times senses like a sense of guilt and shame that comes along with that which is a terrible way to celebrate the holiday season like you should be able to enjoy all these things enjoy time with friends and family even if that does slightly cut away from time maybe spent running enjoy that that delicious dessert because it only gets made once a year you right know? exactly and this is one of the things that we like to preach and really talk about and really apply to our own lives as well because obviously everything that we love to teach you guys and our our listeners, our runners, our clients, everybody um, is – are things that have helped us, you know, both in our training, in our real life. And I know that I used to feel very guilty, very um, shame, you know, when it came to eating too much around the holidays, eating too much sugar, eating too many cookies, um, not getting in all my runs or trying to figure out how to do that. Like there used to be a lot of that. I have since figured out a way to kind of release that, let it go, and also get in most of my stuff while still maintaining time with family. Now, this may get complicated sometimes if you're traveling or if you're not staying at your house with your normal, you know, um, routes, your running routes or your normal workout equipment or those kinds of things. There, there can be complicating factors, of course. So that's really what we want to help you guys with today is really trying to help you understand what's the best way for you. You know, how can you make this work so that you can really enjoy the holiday season with your family and release any of that guilt and shame and not worry too much about, losing all of your fitness. Yeah, of course. All right. So we've got seven tips. Tip number one is make a schedule. You actually have to schedule out your runs. Look ahead. Obviously, it's the holidays and things pop up even more than they do during other times of year. But we all know stuff pops up all year long. And if you don't actually schedule out throughout the week or a couple of weeks when you're going to get your run in, when you're going to get your your lifting session in, when you're going to get in all the different workouts, schedule it in as though it's a doctor's appointment because it is in fact a time that you're taking care of your health. If you don't schedule it in with that kind of priority, then when other things pop up, running will 
you know, sort of slide off to the side. Yeah, 100%. Like, this is one of those tips that is absolutely fantastic for the holidays, but also all year round. This is something that we teach all the time. If you've been listening to us for any period of time, I'm sure you've probably heard us say this, schedule in your runs. Make those appointments with yourself because they are that important. Like, I always tell people, you can either schedule runs in exercise sessions in now where you can schedule doctor's appointments 20 years from now, right? Or 10 years from now when your body starts to go down the tubes and you're weaker and you have chronic pain or whatever it might be. Like that's how important this is. That's how you have to think about this. And another, another tip for scheduling is try to do it early. Try to do it in the morning. Now this is something that I had to completely shift in myself, okay? I never used to work out in the morning. I never considered myself a morning person. I always thought I was a night owl. I usually worked out either after work or even in the evenings, like after the kids went to bed. And that led to a lot of inconsistency for me after my kids were born, especially, right? Like before the kids, it was easy. Like we, our schedules were our own, right? Right, exactly. But when kids came along, especially when they started getting into like activities or school or anything like that, my, you know, I, all of my stuff took the back burner, right? I took the back seat. So I knew that in order to be consistent, I would have to get up early and run. I would have to learn how to do this. And this was not an easy thing to do, but it was something that I resolved to do because I knew that if I got it in in the morning, it was before the day could get in the way. It was before anybody else could take priority over that run, that workout, whatever it might be. So this is, I think, a huge thing. So if you are not currently a morning runner, try to shift it. I want, I mean, I will 100% back this, um, because I know how much it works. And I know some people just don't like working out in the morning. That's okay. You don't have to. This is just my recommendation. We also have to make sure that you have safety requirements involved here, that you're not running solo in the pitch dark, especially under icy conditions. This could get really dangerous, but yes, morning running before you get fatigued by the day before a lot of other things could come up and, and cause conflicts. One of the other issues of trying to decide whether or not to run late in the day is decision fatigue. If you're just tired from the day, you're much more likely to make the decision to not go out and get in your workout. Yeah, I mean, but safety first, like you said. So um, kind of along with this, this can be like a little extra tip that we can throw in right now is find a running buddy. You know, safety, I know that was one of the things that I did in order to establish this early morning running habit was that I joined a running a local running group so that I would have people to run with for safety and also for accountability because I knew that if someone was depending on me and relying on me to show up I was not gonna just hit snooze and go back to bed yeah 100% so that's another like you know, kind of related tip here. That's not one of our plan seven, but that's a really good one too, is get a, get a buddy. Like if you are traveling to see family there, maybe there's someone else in your family or in your friends group that also works out, right? Talk to that person, give that person a call or send them a text and make a plan to work out together when you're together during the holidays. Right. And maybe that other family member is not at exactly the same place running wise that you are, but the two of you can still go out and get something in, which brings us nicely into point two, focus on maintaining your fitness, not necessarily improving your fitness. Mm -hmm. So maybe you go out with that family member that you haven't seen in a little while that you don't see on a regular basis, and you're not running as fast as you normally do. Like, ooh, I was supposed to do a speed 
session today, but I guess I'll just go for like a comfortable run with mm-hmm. this person and just chat and enjoy their company for a while. That's totally fine. You can totally maintain your fitness through the holidays. You don't have to push through the holidays and, and strive to be in the best possible shape by the time January 1st rolls around. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think that, you know, the couple of weeks around the holidays, like if you miss a couple of speed sessions overall in the big picture, it's not going to harm you. It's better for you to get that run in versus just skipping it and be like, well, I have a speed workout on the, on the calendar today. And I know I'm not going to be able to do that. So I'm just not going to bother running, like get in something, right? Even if maybe you have a 45 minute run on the calendar and you only have 20 minutes, go out for 20 minutes, right? Like get in whatever you can and understand that like, it's okay if you're not progressing these two weeks, just maintaining is going to set you up for more success after the holidays are over and you can kind of get back into your normal routine. This is also something really nice to lean back on for those of you in a much colder environment than we are who are like, oh man, it's really, really cold outside. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get that run in it's unlikely that your goal race is happening during the winter. Here in Florida, a lot of goal races are during the winter because that's when you can actually run outside without heat stroke. But where it's cold and icy, a lot of the big races come later in spring. They're early fall races. These are something that are kind of pushed off a little bit for like the bigger goal races. So it's okay if you're just kind of maintaining through the holiday season. Yeah, exactly. That also leads to number three, find a holiday-themed race, right? So there are all sorts sorts of things. I know we had the jingle jog down here last weekend where everyone like part of your registration fee is that you get a Santa suit and and it's literally a thousand Santas that are like running this 5k race um, down here. So holiday themed races are a really great way to get a little bit of motivation and, and make things a little bit more fun around the holidays as well. And like Kevin was saying, Maybe bring those family members that aren't normally runners or don't have as um, rigorous of a a routine as you or is not like following a training plan. But it's a nice way for you to kind of inspire your family members to maybe come and walk that with you or do like a run walk of that event with you. Um, It's something that can bring some lightness to, you know, to the season and just allow you to get out and be active and have fun. Yeah, and if, like, the whole family is sort of like, yeah, that would be a fun thing to do. We could all get up in, like, our holiday stuff and and walk the 5K, and you're like, yes, I've created a group that will do the holiday 5K. Maybe then you can, in fact, venture off at a little faster pace and meet them at the end of the race. Like, you you can bring the whole group together for the activity. That's fun. Mm -hmm. You can find new running people. Like, you can find a holiday race, even if you're traveling, you're like, I don't really know this running scene. Holiday race is a great one because – there's going to be a whole bunch of other like-minded people because that's where the runners hang out. They're going to find the the jingle jog or whatever the, the holiday-themed race is. Yeah, and it also um, gives you a location to run. You know, that was like one of the things that we noticed when we were on vacation. Um, we went to Ohio for Thanksgiving, and we were kind of had to scout out the area like around the hotel. Is this safe? And we did find like a one-mile stretch where Kevin and I could run, and so we literally just kind of ran back and forth on this one-mile stretch if you find a, a holiday theme race, it kind of eliminates the need to find a location because you 
just go there and run there, right? And then maybe you go back there the next day when there's no race, but at least you know the area a little bit better. You know the area, and especially during a race, you know the whole route is safe yeah. and, and monitored, and you're not going to get run over by a car either. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, number four is sign up for a spring race, okay? Putting a spring race on the calendar is a great way to stay motivated through the holidays because it will give you that reason to maintain that base fitness level, to get out the door and get some runs in or get some strength training and whatever it might be. Because a lot of times, if we don't have that deeper reason within us, we might need an external motivator, right? We definitely talk about internal motivation a lot on this podcast. So this isn't like our number one go-to, but for some people, it can be really, really helpful to have that external motivator there so that when you don't feel like going for a run, if the weather's cold or whatever um, excuse your brain wants to be offering you at that point in time, you can say, no, I have this race. I need to get out the door, right? So it's just one more way for you to motivate yourself to get out and do something. Yeah, hundred percent. Like we prefer the internal motivation that like that deeper why and understanding, but there's a lot more temptations and other things that you can do during the holiday season that aren't there throughout the rest of the year. There's a lot more, um, t- time commitments. There's a lot more like, Oh, well, my kids are off from school, so I should spend this time or I'm with family that I'm not normally with. Like there's a lot of things calling for your time. So being able to say, all right, I do still need to importantly carve out this little niche of my day so that I can be prepared for that spring race. The spring race can help you, you know, immediately justify why you, you should go out and run on that particular day. Exactly. Number five, don't be afraid to cut it short. Okay. Like I mentioned this a little bit ago, if you don't have time for whatever that scheduled run is, that doesn't mean you shouldn't do anything, right? Maybe you don't have the time or the place to do six miles if that's what's on your schedule, right? But do you have time for three? Do you have time for two? And I know like my friends and I sometimes joke that like, uh, you know, when it's, especially when we're getting up early and it's dark, you know, it's like anything under three miles isn't even worth waking up for. Like we've made that joke before, but in reality, it is, right? It definitely is worthwhile. Even if it's one mile, two miles, three miles, whatever you have time for, just moving your body is also going to make you feel better around the holidays. Like we try to, on Christmas Day, go out and do some sort of family movement. I know we did like the last couple of years, whether that's a walk, a bike ride, whatever it might be, just because you're just sitting all day long you know you're opening presents you're eating breakfast you're having lunch and dinner and lots of food and beverages and all sorts of things your body loves to move so even if you just go out for a a walk of like 20 minutes with your family members that's going to help your body just you know stretch out get those muscles going like get your heart rate up a little bit even like that is worthwhile for you to do so even if you can't do exactly what's on your plan. Do something because that's better than nothing. I think this is really one of the biggest tips we have on here is so many people come up on the plan and they're like, I can't schedule what it says I'm supposed to do. I can't schedule what I'm aiming for. So I guess I'll do nothing. And running is not an all or nothing kind of thing. Some is always better than nothing. Putting a two on the schedule beats a zero every single time. And this is something that I've gotten caught up on in the past of, I can't get the six that I'm aiming for or whatever it is. So I guess I'll just not do anything. But if you go back to the previous tip of you're trying to simply maintain rather than improve, 
always getting in something is going to help you maintain for for a longer period of time. So this is always always a great tip of go out and get something in. All right. Tip number six, make it a social event. Yeah. This is going to be led by my extroverted wife. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that it's, we've kind of been talking about this all the way, you know, along. It's like invite people along with you, right? Like try to find somebody to join you, whether that's for a walk, whether it's an evening jog, whether it's your strength session, whatever it might be. Like get your kids involved. Get your sister involved. Get your mom or dad. Like make people move. Like be that inspiration. Like I really like, you know, I don't like to force people to do anything. Sometimes I feel like I have to around here with a teenage uh, or a girl on the edge of her teenage years. Um, but it's one of those things that like when you can make it fun and social, you don't feel like you're leaving everyone to go out and get your run in, right? Like you can include people so that it can be something that you're doing with others and still spending time together that it's not something, because I know that that's a big one, right? For people is like, they feel like they don't want to take time away from the family to go get their run in. They feel guilty doing that. So if you involve other people in the exercise, whatever that might be, even if it's not exactly what your plan says, like we just said, right? Um, It can be a lot more enjoyable for you and for everybody else too. Right. But this one, let's link this one back to the last one. Don't force people against their will to go out for a three mile run with you. <laughs> like if on. you're getting so much pushback, do it. No. <laughs> but like you don't have to like force your entire family yeah. to suddenly become runners over the holiday season. Mm-hmm. This links back to cut it short, hit the maintenance. Maybe you were planning on going for an hour run, but no one is going to join you on that. And you don't really feel like leaving people for that long. So go for a half an hour, spend more time with people. If you can't, convince them to go out and run because that's not making for a friendly holiday season if you're the person that forces everybody to exercise against their will if you can get a fun group together that's great but trying to day upon day force people into your exercise routine might not be the most jolly of seasons okay okay i get it (laughs) i'm just kidding but like it's also um there are so many fun holiday lights out now and you know one of the things that we love doing during the holidays is are going on what we like to call holiday light rides So we jump in the car and we drive around into like neighborhoods that we know are really, really um, great neighborhoods for light displays. And um, we love doing this with our kids. And actually our dog really loves it too, which is so funny. Like we got a puppy this year and um, she's not, she's almost one. She'll be one next month, but she, so we've taken her with us the past couple of nights and honestly she loves it it's so funny but you can very easily just you know if you, especially if you live in a neighborhood like that that has a lot of lights jump on your bikes right or go out for a walk or go out for a leisurely jog whatever it might be and just say hey let's go out and look at the lights right and um or you can drive to one of those neighborhoods and park in, in an area that's safe and then go out and walk around um or do a little jog around those areas too this is a much more friendly kind of, hey, let's go see the lights rather yeah. than, hey, let's go run a 5K. Yeah. It's, it seems nicer. <laughs> I have a 5K planned out in my head, but we're just going to go but see the let's lights. Let's go see the lights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all about positioning, right? Um, and then finally, number seven, let it go, right? I mean, if you've been listening for a while, you probably know that Elsa is one of my favorite princesses. She might just be number one at this point. Um, but, you know, from Frozen... 
take a take a page from that book and just let it go right it's not the end of the world if you miss a run or even a few runs over the holidays like that's what being a real life runner is all about we know that life sometimes get gets in the way like life happens we don't have full control over everything that goes on that's why going back to point number one it's so important for you to plan out as much as you can so that when life does happen it's not going to completely throw you off right like you can plan ahead um, to get as much of it in as you can and then that way when life does happen you can just kind of understand like all right this this happened today. I'm not going to get my run in, so I can just let this one go. This definitely goes back to key, keying in on number one of have a plan. Have a plan for getting through the holidays, and then have a plan for the early weeks of January coming out of the holidays where you might not have been running as consistently as you wanted. Mm-hmm. Don't just leap right back into the plan of, well, I was doing six days a week. Yeah. I was doing two days a week throughout the month of December, but I'm pretty sure I can leap right back into six is not a safe plan to get back into it after the holidays i know it's not exactly on on our list of running tips but this is a good one to think about is if you said let it go a few too many times and there's not really many but if you said let it go a lot during the holiday season and there's nothing wrong with that just make sure that you safely come back in january that's a really good point yeah maybe we can even talk a little bit about that um now because it that's a really really good point if you miss one run if you miss a couple runs it's really not a big deal you can safely get back into your training plan and we should probably link to we have a, an entire episode that we did at some point last year um, about what to do if you miss a chunk of your training plan and it really goes back to how much time did you miss you know did you miss a day did you miss a couple of days did you did you miss an entire week or has it been multiple weeks right because there are definite ways to safely get back into your training and the answer is not always just pick up where you left off okay like if you have missed more than a week or two you should not be just picking up back back where you left off okay a lot of times if you're training training plans are meant to be progressive right if you're if you are training for that spring race, half marathon, marathon, 10K, whatever it might be, if you're training for something and you're on a progressive plan, if you just skip a couple weeks, then you're not where you should be, right? And if you continue on with that training plan, you could be putting yourself at an increased risk for injury. So that's a really important point that you make. Yes, but increased risk of injury, let's flip that a little bit to the positive side. If you literally just take off two weeks around the holiday, you can probably come back in about half the time. There's been some pretty good studies on this that the amount of time that you're off, it takes you about half of that to get back to essentially where you were. And it kind of depends on what the skill is of whether it's like a speed, uh, a strength, or an endurance, but roughly half the time and you can come back. So that's a positive also and leaning back into the whole, it's going to be okay if you miss a workout or two right so if you miss that workout just let it go don't beat yourself up about it don't carry around that sense of guilt don't be angry like I know that like sometimes when I miss a workout I'm like really annoyed with myself you know that's not helpful around the holidays there are there are already enough things in our lives that are going going on right now especially in the world that we live in right that we won't even get into all of that stuff that it's sometimes stressful enough, right? We don't need one more layer of shame and guilt and annoyance that you didn't get your workout in. Take a deep breath, let it go. 
but also under, you know, understand and remember that running is so good for you. Movement is so good for you because it helps to reduce stress. So sometimes if you kind of let go of the to-do list, you know, do you really need to bake that extra batch of cookies? Do you really need to go to the store to get more presents or are you probably good? You know, do you probably have enough already? You know, sometimes fitting in that quick run is going to serve you better in your enjoyment of the holidays versus getting that extra present or baking that extra batch of cookies or whatever it is that you have planned on the holiday. That's a very good point. Uh, also, some people may enjoy spending the holidays with you as a happier, more joyful, less stressed out, more anxiety prone person just as a better person to be around rather than a grump who just happens to have an extra dozen cookies. No one wants the Grinch with cookies. People would just rather actually have, you know, the happier who's. Right, (laughs) the happier who's. And if you know that, like, running is one of those things that can really help to center you and make you more present and allow you to enjoy your time with your family more, then make that a priority for yourself because that's going to allow you to show up as your best self and allow you to enjoy your holiday more and also, like Kevin just said, probably will help the people around you enjoy being around you a little bit more as well. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I know that certainly helps people be around yeah. me a lot more better yeah. th- through the holidays. Yeah, and, and again, remember that something is better than nothing. I think that that's really one of the best ways that we can wrap up this episode is that you don't have to be perfect. Something is better than nothing. Get out and move your body and let go of the guilt and shame. Yes, and bring people along for the fun. Yay! Go see the lights. All right, you guys. Like we said, we wanted to keep this one short. We hope you all have a wonderful holiday. For everyone that celebrates Christmas, Merry Christmas. We will be celebrating with our family, and we are just want you to know how grateful that we are that you listen to this podcast every week, that you share it with your friends when you find it helpful. We love making it. We love helping runners to release the shame, release the guilt, train in a way that is more supportive of their bodies so that they can achieve the health and the happy life that they want. So thank you for being a part of our tribe, for being a part of the podcast listening crew. And um, we hope that you're going to have a great 2022 as well. We will be back next week with a new episode all about New Year's, um, the new year and setting goals for the new year. So stay tuned for that. And we will talk to you then. All right. This has been the Real Life Runners podcast, episode number 232. Now get out there and run your life. Hey, runner. So if you are looking to improve your running, if you want to learn how to run faster, how to run longer, how to avoid injury, and how to take all the lessons that you learn from running in order to live a healthier and happier life, we want you to become a part of the Real Life Runners training team. We are leaving enrollment open for the Real Life Runners training team through the end of the year, but the doors will close and not reopen again until February. So if you want to improve your running, if you want to achieve your goals, if you want to feel strong and proud of yourself and accomplished in your running, if you want to stop feeling frustrated by lack of progress or by that nagging injury that keeps popping up that's preventing you from getting your run in so that you can feel better, we want to help you. We can give you a customized training plan. We are there with live weekly coaching calls. We also will give you access to the Real Life Runners Training Academy, which is our four-phase program to help you completely transform your running. 
All of that is available to you as a member of the Real Life Runners training team. So if you are ready to take the steps to get rid of the confusion and the overwhelm in your running and actually start making the progress that you deserve to make so that you can feel good about yourself, come join us. Head over to realliferunners.com forward slash team, or you could just click on coaching in the top corner of the website and join the team today. We can't wait to help you achieve your goals. We'll see you there.